Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Pamela Gums is our very special guest, and she's from United Pharmacy in Berkeley, California, and she is the subject of an extensive radio series, but uh, also also a, a documentary. And you'll be able to see that very shortly. Uh, Frank McKay here, so much more importantly. Dr. Pam, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, sir. Well, I, I'm I'm doing well, and uh, and I guess uh, America is getting getting back a little bit to normal, but we still have that uh, that strain coming, and and maybe more things coming. But uh, there's there's a subject, and you and I uh, talked about it briefly uh, off air, and there's a subject that I think uh, that it's worth tackling this week, and it's. Uh, uh, it, it's it's known as burnout. I mean, uh, traditionally, um, people have, have heard that term, and I think a lot of people know what it is, but m- maybe a lot of people don't, and a lot of people don't realize that they may be going through it, or somebody they know and love may be going through it. If you can, uh, give us a little uh, a little something on burnout. Okay. Burnout, by itself, is it's a syndrome of... of uh, no accomplishments. When the um, COVID-19 first hit, there was a feeling of helplessness, hopelessness, because there was no vaccine, there was no advice to the patients, and people were dying all around you. And then an increased risk. You're working with people, an increased risk of exposure. You're afraid that you might be taking it home to your family. Uh... And many people made a change in their living conditions. They, they, they wouldn't sleep together. The kids would sleep apart. The mother and father would sometimes sleep apart just to make sure they, they weren't passing it on from one to another. And it got, Go ahead, I'm sorry. And then it got so bad that pretty soon everything became virtual via Zoom. You could talk to a patient over the phone or face-to-face on a on a, a telephone or an iPad or something, but you didn't want them to come into to where, you, where you're working. I mean, this is such a departure from where we are as a society and what we've what we've been trained to be like. I mean, our uh, childhoods, your your childhood, my childhood, we didn't have electronic devices, and uh, and we didn't have uh, virtual. Uh, situations virtual I, I you know I didn't even know what it meant when I was a child but I mean we were so used to doing everything in person and that means classes and that means relationships and friendships and everything else and uh, and you know when you got to uh, the the uh, technology that we have today I mean it's already been a an issue with uh, with children and young people where there is a um, a tremendous reliance on electronic devices to have friendships and to have relationships, their phones and their, their iPads and, uh, and, and different type of things. And then you throw a pandemic in the, in the middle of that, Dr. Pam, um, it, it's, it's got to exasperate uh, the issue of, uh, of, of non-contact with other people. Well, that's for sure. 
because all of a sudden we have an increased level in stress. Yeah, yeah, right. Fatigue and irritability. It becomes, uh, nobody wants to talk to anybody because we don't have anything to say to a patient or even a peer. I mean, it's it's scary if you think about it, and it's uh, it's so much easier to give one word answers in a text, uh, or or just to hit an emoji, hit hit a heart, or hit a love, or hit a like, or hit something, than it is to to actually think and interact uh, with each other. Um, have you have you noticed this? In, uh, in life, obviously, you grew up with with none of the modern technology, just like I, uh, you know, I grew up with uh, none of the modern technology. Um, we didn't have cell phones when I was a teenager, and certainly we didn't have uh, smartphones. But, um, I, you know, who who would knew who who would have known that this would become an issue? Oh, <laughs> well, the smartphones don't help too much right now. Uh... Because now we're doing um, many non-clinical things, which interfere with our workload. Every time a patient walks in the door, you have to clean off the counter. <laughs> when they leave, you clean off the counter. Gloves, mask. Uh, there's so many non-clinical things that we have to do. Clean the doorknobs as they walk in and out. And <laughs> I, <laughs> what happens to your work? Your work performance sometimes goes down because you can't you can't uh, concentrate on work. Yeah, I, I mean it's just it's it's unbelievable. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Doctor Pam is uh, is is our guest each and every week, and um, she's always has a, a, a an insight on things that uh, that many of us uh, don't have, and she points out often points out uh, some things that will just go over over our head and go past us if we don't stop and we don't think about it. And, and that's actually a big part of what we're talking about here. Our subject is burnout. And a lot of people could be experiencing burnout and just not know what's going on. And, uh, it, you know, a little bit of a, a hangover, so to speak, from, uh, from COVID-19 and, and seclusion and quarantine and and everything else, and and fear. I mean, I think, uh, Dr. Pam, I think, uh, I think fear is a big part of this. I think it's not that people don't want to associate with uh, with other people. It's it's that they're afraid that uh, that if they get too close to someone, they're they're susceptible to a germ. That's quite true. Uh, the, uh... You had mentioned. About uh, about cleaning off the uh, the doorknobs and the door handles, and uh, and everything else. Uh, that's that's something that that I don't even think we would have uh, considered prior to COVID. COVID is the reason why we started doing that. Um, you know, obviously, you, you know, you, in regular cleanings, you would do things like that. But it, that's not the type of thing you would ever think about um, prior to COVID. Am I correct? Oh, that's right. I mean, you clean, you clean off the counter once every day. Every morning you clean off the counter to get ready for work. But uh, you didn't really think about cleaning off the doorknobs to people entering and <laughs> entering your place of business. 
uh, masks only sometimes. Uh. Yeah, I mean, b- before COVID, I mean, masks would be, you know, if I was uh, cleaning someplace dusty or if I thought there could be something toxic or something along those lines. But the last time I wore a mask prior to COVID, uh, I was... Uh, I was in an attic, I think, or in a garage cleaning things out, and I was worried that the dust was going to get in my nose and and affect me for for days to come. And, you know, quite frankly, I I mean, I don't, other than that, I don't remember ever wearing a mask. It's just, uh, it's for cleaning um, and and not even necessarily uh, for a germ, maybe a germ environment, maybe if somebody had a serious illness, um, uh, you couldn't go into a certain hot. Oh, um, when my children were born, you know, of course there was uh, it, when when I was in the delivery room there, you would put on a mask. But this is the most extreme life um, uh, changing, uh, you know, situations in the world. And the second you got out of there, you would uh, you would take the mask off, or maybe around a newborn. Uh, you know, the hospital might want a mask on you. But other than that, I mean, uh, a mask was unheard of. Frank McKay, once again, with uh, award-winning and uh, and often uh, written about and talked about, and she's got so many accolades over the years. Dr. Pam is our very special guest once again. We encourage everyone to binge listen to, to Dr. Pamela Gums, uh, uh, our series, our radio series with Dr. Pam, Frank McKay here with uh with dr pam uh, but uh, address that if you would i mean uh, when was the last time um in in the pharmacy prior to covid that that you wore a a mask regularly uh, was there ever a a time prior to let's say um you know uh, march 18th uh that's really when it all hit home for me and and i'll, I'll tell you what that day is by the way march 18th 2020 was um, uh, was the day that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, the two, you know, uh, that's Tom Hanks, the famous actor, and his wife, um, uh, they uh, they contracted um, COVID nineteen, uh, and they were in some, uh, you know, they were filming a film in uh, in Australia, and I heard it over the radio, and then secondly, uh, they canceled the ba- uh, the basketball season with I think 13 games to go and and in doing so hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars were uh were were left on the on the table um uh, from doing so and then the next day baseball canceled their spring training and and football pushed back all their activities that were going to uh start you know early training camps and things like that and and then hockey canceled their season right after basketball did it so that happened on March 18th 2020 and uh and and prior to that prior to that there was uh, you know to me uh there was uh, there was no discussion of of any of these and and the subject of burnout um would have been a whole different subject nothing connected to what we had here in the uh you know as part our our connection to uh the pandemic but address that if you would uh first of all the mask aspect when was the last time as a part of general business prior to covid that that you wore a mask on a regular basis uh, we, we did not wear masks on a regular basis at all unless you were compounding something uh 
or unless you had a cold. Uh, I don't think that, uh, we, we, uh, I don't think that this is war mask. Yeah. Unless it's in cooking or around somebody else who had a bad, a cold or condition. I think we were, um, last time we thought about masks and gloves and everything was when AIDS hit. Yes. In right. 80, and nobody knew how it was transmitted. So before you went to see a patient, you always put on a pair of gloves and a mask because you didn't know <laughs> transmission of AIDS. That was for about five years. Everybody was wearing masks and gloves, talking to AIDS patients. Yeah. But that was stressful too. We didn't know anything about AIDS at the time. And what do you say to the patient? And there was no cure, or no treatment. And somebody was gonna die within six months. Go ahead, I'm sorry. That was the last time that we wore um, uh, gloves and masks. You know, you mentioned AIDS, and, and you know, also when you talk AIDS, we talk about the HIV, um, a HIV as, as the, the prior condition to before it gets to AIDS. And what changed there historically was, uh, was Magic Johnson, you know, the famous basketball, basketball player from the Lakers. And he was beloved, and uh, and everyone uh, you know knew and loved Magic Johnson. A big infectious smile, and he was just a hero to so many people, you know, including my uh, myself and and friends of mine. And when he announced that he contracted HIV, uh, at that point, everyone saw it as a death penalty uh, or, or a death sentence, I should say. You know that uh, that if you have HIV. Uh, that you were going to be dead within six months, like you said. And that was, I, I think, is what brought AIDS and the subject of HIV to, uh, to middle America. And when, uh, when Magic Johnson said, I have this, uh, everyone, uh, everyone stopped and everyone paid attention. Instead of just thinking it as being a, a, a disease for homosexuals only, they uh, they started realizing that this this can happen and that this could be a a disease that could uh, affect all of us. But uh, that was the moment. I don't know if you remember that, but that was the moment that uh, that I believe HIV uh, hit mainstream. Do you remember the Magic Johnson announcement? I know. Okay, no, I do not. Yeah. <laughs> you remember who that is, right, Magic Johnson? Oh, yeah. oh yes. Everybody knows who that is. Yeah. And he's still alive, by the way. I mean, yeah. the announcement happened in in nineties, you know, early, he and he's still here and he's healthy. Yeah, so yeah, but that uh, that to me is uh, is amazing that he's uh, he's still there. Uh, getting back to burnout, and again, Dr. Pam is our very special guest. Dr. Pamela Gums is uh, is our guest each and every week. Um, Dr. Pam, you, it, we we started out talking about burnout and how it, it's accelerated by uh, by our uh, you know our connection to and the world's connection to COVID nineteen. When was the first time you ever heard the term burnout? And um and and it wasn't it, it was way before uh, COVID nineteen. It's just now it's uh, it's accelerated. Well, I think it's 
I guess burnout, I guess you probably heard burnout when you were in school, a college, um, thinking about uh, how much time a student spends uh, trying to get their uh, studies done, that you're, you're supposed to allow so much time for relaxation. Uh, so put the book down, go for a walk, have a bite to eat or, or something like that in order to make yourself relax. And then you can go back to reading and doing your studies again. Uh, or else you'll get burnout. <laughs> I think that, that was the main thing. In school, we, we heard of it a lot. Then when you start working, you're trying to work so hard. Uh, I think that's where they got the part of joy. You should, you should be happy in whatever you're doing. It decreases the stress level. Yeah, no question. I, I, what, what about, and again, Dr. Pam uh, Gums, Dr. Pamela Gums is the voice that you're hearing. Frankie Kate here, if you're just tuning in a little late or turning on your radios or your computers a little late, Dr. Pamela Gums is here with me, Frank McKay, much more important than Dr. Pam. Uh, in, in regards to burnout now uh, and specifically how, it's relate, how it relates to COVID-19, uh, what do you say, uh, well, what, what do you suggest or what do the experts uh, suggest to do to, to combat burnout? Well, like I said, um, burnout, um, I mean, relaxation combats burnout. They say in the brain that you have a, uh, you have a decrease in your decision-making process because it hits, it hits the cortex. It hits your, more, your motors control, and you have a, a decrease in motor controls. It, uh, it affects your long-term and short-term memory. Yeah. So there's uh, many things that affect, uh, which cause burnout, but it's normally stress, an overactive stress, which turns into a traumatic traumatic stress which leads to burnout and relaxation is the key yeah that's I, and listen this is very important these are words of wisdom coming from dr pamela gums dr pam uh, it's i it listen it, it's so important burnout could uh could affect us uh i, I think it could age us before our times it could uh it, it could uh, have serious effect on our on our mental health our emotional health and let's face it that that leads to uh, that leads to our physical health going down when uh when you think about it um it's a, it's a subtle situation but it's not subtle if you don't pinpoint what it is a lot of people could just say i'm i'm a little run down or i'm a little i'm a little tired i'm a little whatever if you don't recognize the the condition as burnout uh, it, it's very hard to treat it. A uh, final thought on burnout. Uh, a final thought on on anything else you'd like to add, Doctor Pam? Well, I just add that the uncertainty of how long COVID nineteen is going to last, whether the vaccines will be um, sufficient. As with the flu, we ended up getting a, a flu shot every year. Will one booster shot be enough to control COVID nineteen? It's still in the forefront of everybody's mind at the moment. Yeah, 
know, hopefully it's it's there. I'm ready for a um, I'm ready for a booster shot now. Um, my infusion uh, is probably long enough away um, where uh, where I could probably sign up for it. Uh, not too difficult to get the booster. Uh, are you giving a lot of booster shots out, Doctor Pam, at this point? I know at this moment, no, I'm not. But uh, what the, I've already, I guess most people have had one booster shot, and now they're suggesting a second booster shot. Whether that will fly or not, I do not know. Well, Doctor Pam, I want to thank you once again for for pointing out some important information and uh and and wisdom um as always uh but uh again i'll remind everyone who we've been speaking to dr pamela gums uh from uh, from united pharmacy in berkeley california dr pam thank you very much and, and congratulations once again on all your success all right thank you so much dr pamela gums everyone has been our very special guest uh, i encourage everyone to binge listen to everything that we've been doing with Dr. Pam and easy enough to find. You can find us on 124 different outlets around the country and uh, you know, please uh, please do so and we'll let you know very soon of, of where to see the documentary and uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.